Delamar, I got to be honest. I, I never thought that our paths would cross like this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to tell you, yeah. Friday, all I was thinking was, what oh, kind of yeah. world is this? Yeah, yeah. What was that? No, no, no. It was, it was uh, Viber. Somebody's trying to call our show. Um, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, what world is this? Go ahead. Yeah, I was like, pandemic, the world is upside down. Yeah. I'm working on uh, Mo's radio show. I'm guesting on his podcast. What the F is happening? <laughs> yeah, it's wild. But you know what's what's been a nice re- revelation uh, this past month that you and I have been <laughs> freaking, we talk now, geez, a couple times a week, right? Um, and our conversations are never really short. I, I, you and I have never had a five-minute or ten-minute con- conversation. That's what we say we're going to yeah, have. Right. I've promised that. I say, Del, five minutes of your time. Real quick, I just need you to pick up the phone and ask you a question, and it ends up being one fifteen, one twenty. Um, I'm surprised at how well we work together. I always, there was always this kind of notion that Moses, and, and it's partly true, especially in your uh, perspective, most really <laughs> brash asshole, fucking, you know, this uh-huh. and this and that, Check. and and Del- Delamar is. <laughs> Prim, proper, Mara Clara, whatever bullshit. No, yeah, no, I know. Diba? I know. Well, I could say that about me too, man. Um, <laughs> there's always been that. I think historically, and the thing is, I I was never get to exp- I was never exposed to Chico and Delamar because I'm on the air live, yeah. and vice right. versa. I'm pretty sure you've never heard of an episode of our show unless you called in sick one day and maybe had it on the background for whatever reason. But that's the thing. I've never heard the show, never heard yours. Right, right. So I can only go by what other people say. And clearly, yes. oh my God, are people really wrong? But at the time, you feel like they're right and we somewhat can we build... We didn't an, know any better. Right, you can build an animosity. And even beyond animosity, it's, ew, I could never do a show with that yeah. group. Ew. Yep, yep. And, and now that you've been on the radio for a little bit and finally here on the podcast, by the way, thank you for being here. I, shit, you know what? I don't know if you're good with everybody or or you and I are surprisingly good together. <laughs> like, like I, I think I can, I think I can jump on any podcast and any radio show and be right. engaging yeah. and maybe slightly entertaining and all that stuff. But I could never predict a chemistry like this you know, unless I'm overselling yeah, yeah. this. I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I think, I think you and I actually do pretty well. Dare I say as well as Chico and you. <laughs> Now that's a trap of a question. Yeah. I'm not getting into that. No, well, you're 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 one to not be bashful about uh, saying no, Mo. You're delusional and you're not that good. <laughs> no, but that's exact. It's sorry. It's so curious that I was thinking about the exact same thing. I thought about. I don't really know Mo. I know of him mm. from what other people say about your work. A little, little snippets, but your whole picture. I didn't know that, but I had strong opinions and i might feel it's gar- it's a uh, what's the word uh justified because of attacks made towards us yeah but really when we when i think about it now i didn't really know you <clears throat> sure no absolutely so absolutely. it could be a, it could have been a joke and because of your personality and my personality medjo we didn't know what to make of it right but right. you're right just doing the show this is what i realized Medyo ano to ha? Baka dito lumalaki yung ulo natin. Pero sige na, pagbigyan nyo na po kami. Yeah, yeah. This is just the inner workings of a radio person's mind. But I think you and I understand what it takes to approach a show to make it successful. Whether we're right or wrong, and I would say we're probably right because yeah, our yeah. shows have gone through right. 
the years. Yeah. So we understand the skill. And a lot of people think they can do radio because it sounds easy, but it's not. Okay, so let me let me let me jump on what you're saying. So I agree with with parts of that, and let me just add, I guess, to it. Uh, you and I know what it takes to have a good radio show. Absolutely, it's funny because right now on the Magic Morning Show, we're working with a couple of kids, and and they're the ones. Usually, when you think about the energy, you kind of say, "Oh, the younger people—they've got all the energy," and us veterans kind of sit back and put it on auto drive. But what people don't know—it's after the show. It's Del Mar and I, and the, the the content of the show, and the pace of the show, and how the show went—it's eating us alive, whether good or bad. Yeah. If it's a good show, we're we're still panicking. If it's a bad show, we're really panicking. Well, well, I think the kids are out doing TikTok or doing almost some bullshit. And you think that <laughs> two people—and I'll be honest, yeah—I mean, if Del Mar gave you the disclaimer, let us let us kind of tell it how it is. Delamar and I, we're in, we're in the best of all time conversation, okay? And yet, even then, we are paranoid and we summarize the show and we try to tinker and make it better, even if we've done it for so long. And even yeah. though it's still good, we yeah. still let it eat away at our brains. And I think that's where you get to be at that level, the best of all time levels is by that kind of obsession. What I, what I am surprised by though is I think you and I, chemistry wise, are, are good and or could be great. And secondly, here's something I think we'll show even more here on the podcast tonight than say on the radio is you're a lot more. I'm a lot more conservative, and you're a lot more liberal yeah. than yeah. I think people think or make yep. us out to be. Um, yep. I've Pick that up through a couple of radio uh, episodes, and I think I'm going to pick up on a little bit tonight as well. <laughs> that, that, reality speaking, you and I might be opposite personality, opposite. but switched as well. Like I, the I the notion of why... Delamar is more mo, or the notion of Delamar is incorrect. It's you're more like me, the notion of me, and I am more like the notion of you. Well, I don't know if that's true, but Without being I know an that asshole. you're more conservative than one would suspect. I'm very and I'm conservative. quite liberal right. Right. than right. what most people That's what I meant. Right. Yeah. Because I really bristle at the idea when people people say, Della Maria, dapat ganito, ganito. I, I really don't get it. Like seriously, if I could just tell them, What are you talking about? I'm not a teacher. I'm not a school marm who's gonna tell you this is right, this is left. No, so but you know, but see, but, but you know my frustration now. You know my frustration. Mo, I putang inang mo upalian pare ko, but and I'm like I'm not. But <laughs> but I I I take ownership of it, and I think you should because they got you wrong, but that's your fault. They got me wrong. How that's is my it my fault though? Yun yung, I guess that's what I want to know. How did I project a prim and proper image? I'm not. I'm not even against it. It it's starts that- with your voice. Your your <laughs> yeah your voice yeah get all busy no no I'm saying it starts with it starts, starts with, with your voice it starts with your voice you don't have busy. the matapang voice right the maldita type A voice you could be but you don't have the voice your delivery isn't there you're pleasant you're warm charismatic all of those things that usually don't in, don't kind of line up with a type A boss bitch kind of thing right <laughs> so i think and, and of course your voice is massive when it comes to radio because it's your delivery right i think that's where it happens because where where people 
this is what I always say on the show, and you guys have been listening to this podcast for a long time know this. People sometimes listen to my delivery and not the content. And that mm. happens so often where I sit here, motherfuck this, fuck this, fuck, fuck that. And then if you actually remove all the fucks, what did I say? Love your yeah. wife, love your children, yeah. work hard. You know, shit that actually I want good, like good people shit. But the problem is I said, you fucking asshole, you fucked up your thing. But, you know, remove all that. And everything I said was just to be a good human being. Right. Now, and, and it's not just that, Mo. You're, you're a moving target. Well, we, we all are in the sense that we are changing who you are. 10 years ago when you made your name yeah. is not the you that they're listening to now. So you're a moving target. You're I'm, growing. I'm, um, I don't know how I feel about that statement, honestly, because I get oh, it really? a lot. I get it a lot. So I know that's my fault again, right? Because if you get it a lot, wait, wait, then it's wait, your why, fault. Why do you not like it? What, what's the point of Because it, it minimizes how good of a person I was 10 years ago. And that's the part I don't like about it. Now, I don't, dislike it because it's in, it's still inherently a positive statement but a lot of people go mo you know since you've been a father boy you're such a better guy and i'm like okay so you're saying that i wasn't a good guy prior and i and i know that a big part of me was now granted i enjoy being in shit <laughs> right it's fun it's I know. fun it's fun because it's different and i get to be different in an industry that is controlled so much um, in our early days of Radio Dell, we were told how many seconds we can ad lib, what we have to say, which songs we have to play. I'm like, fuck that. And, <clears throat> but, but I don't know. What am I trying to say? What I'm trying to say is when I get complimented about being a good guy, it's always associated with either being a father or the past few years. And this podcast has been around 10 years. I've been saying the same fucking message for 10 years. A lot of the advice I've given is the same fucking advice 10 years later. Same thing. You guys know this, especially the ones who've been around for a long time. But for some reason, I give off this vibe that I've changed <laughs> and that I've turned a corner. And that's insulting. You know, I think... Oh, really? Yeah, it is. But, but not in a way that I feel bad. But what I'm saying, by definition, it's insulting. As well as it is complimentary. For me, both. if I see a you through the years and and granting i admit i don't know a lot about who you were years ago like we yeah. talked about we only know of each other from other people's words right <clears throat> but if i look at it parenting is so transformative and so is marriage and it does change us quite a bit without us even knowing it the seeds of who you are as a great father as a great husband has always been there but it needed like... Yeah, water, soil, sun. Yeah, and, and a working through. <laughs> right. There's so much gunk. And I think that's your arc, your story arc. It was there. I, I don't think you just sprout one day and become, I'm a good person. It yeah. was there all the time. Right. But for whatever reason, getting to that, we all take our own way, right? Oh, I was so confused, lost, blah, blah, blah. You were... If I look at what you have done through the years, on radio at least, yeah. it's like you like to poke the hornet's nest and and poke it and watch everybody react because... Uh, no, but that's true. That's true. Yeah, but so, that's not going to be a bad person. No, no. Pero definitely, maldito. 
Really? But I'll tell you, that's so Pinoy. Is, that's so Pinoy pero, pero, to totoo, say. Because eh, your mind is a curious mind. You want to see what people will say, how people will react under a tremendous amount of pressure. When you talk to them, when I watch you granting for the last four weeks, uh, <laughs> talking to either hosts or callers, I'm looking at you and I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, that's how he he talks to people. But I don't know. Well, there I is a difference. There, no, there is a difference between <laughs> you and I off air and you and I on air. On air, you're right. Aggressive, um, poke, poking people, insulting them almost... Uh, just kind of yeah, just to get a rise out of yeah, them, yeah, right? just hey, hey, that's the show. Yeah, hey, you suck. Go, come on, let's go. Yeah, right? yeah. But then off air, not a hint of that. I'm, I, I would say, I'm pretty confidently not a hint of that when I talk to you off air because, and that's and that's the that's the uh, testimonial with the fan base. Boy, Mo, when I meet you on air, see, I don't get insulted by that. I don't get insulted by the oh my god, Mo, on air, you're such a dick, and off air, you're such a nice guy. That I don't mind that. I like that compliment because it's been consistent for many years. What I again, what I don't like, just getting back to it, is oh my god, you're so different now. No, no, no. If you've met me twelve years ago, fifteen in person, and Dell, you have in person when we were kids. <laughs> I was. I. I could say I was just as nice to you in 2021 as I was. No. In, yes, I was. That's no, bullshit. No. No. no fuck you, lying. No. To uh, first caller. No, you were Let's no go. wait, wait. You were civil to me. I'll grant you that. But you were much, much, much nicer to Chico. But I, it's not okay. bad at all, ha. Right, Let me tell right, you why. Because it's talaga ni Chico. you both had common ground to to exploit. You were talking about Steve Irwin. I remember that. Yeah. And I just couldn't. I had nothing in common with you back then. It's also I'm not good with girls, and, and no. no, really, not it, according to you and Casey no, on the show. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not good with like you know chit chatting up the, the females. You have to every girlfriend I've had is really ha- I had to go the friend route, and that's just, and, and not that not that again I had any intention of hitting on you or anything like that. But I just I am awkward yeah, around I get it. females like, in around person, the f- right? Opposite sex, especially right. first time meet them. I'm just quiet, so. I'll go Chico and I'll hang out with Chico because he's a guy, you know, and I don't then have to, I can escape that awkwardness that I have right. with females. Um, and like I said, but yung brief ride natin in the van, I could say that that would have been what a Chico and Mo show would have sounded like. And it was awesome. Yeah, I, I know it was to the exclusion of me, but in the whole, I don't bristle at that. I don't feel bad because I was listening to two guys have this conversation that was so interesting and you were talking like Steve Irwin and I thought, man, this could be a radio yeah, but, but show. Chico's a smart guy and I think yeah. no, everybody knows that. And I think I can have a fun, smart guy conversation with someone as intelligent as he is. But what, and we'll go back to my initial statement when we first started this episode was, I'm surprised at how you and I are, are doing so well. I, I should maybe change surprised with, like I like how you and I kind of converse because you and I have I said you're way more liberal I'm way more conservative and the contrast unexpectedly and the contra- <laughs> unex- absolutely unexpectedly and the contrast is actually nice and I would probably prefer that over two smart guys talking about crocodiles the same thing you know what I mean I do yeah. enjoy the you and I the difference and then that that you are 
you know what the business is about. Not business, the industry, the me- the medium. You know how yeah. this type of conversation should work. And it's refreshing considering we're veterans. It's refreshing <laughs> because I think throughout these past few years, whether it be now in podcasting or in radio, a lot of people want to get in on the long form style. They want to get in on podcasts. Everybody's a motherfucking podcast now. And there was a point in radio where we were just hiring good-looking people because we want to market them that I don't want to say that this art form is lost, but it's been diluted. And it's kind of nice when you get two best of all times <laughs> to get together <laughs> who have contrasting opinions, who were rivals for so many years, to kind of sit back, get along, and just talk about shit. And I think that's what we're going to do here tonight. So, Del. Uh, without uh, further ado, <laughs> let's get this ball rolling because I don't want to keep you All here right. forever. Uh, everybody out there, hello. Welcome to the podcast. You're listening to Good Times with Mo, the podcast year 10, episode number 34. Delamar is on the show. Those hello. words would never come out of my mouth some years back, <laughs> but let's embrace it, love it, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Let's knock out some calls and let's start with this one here. Next call. Let's talk to Jack. Jack is 35 years old. She's in Singapore, and she's on the show here. Hey, Jack, thanks for being on the podcast. Hi, Mo. Thank you. It's and my first time. This is your first time. Okay, so then have you ever met Delamar? I mean, I don't know how long. Have you been in Singapore a long time? This is this is Delamar of, uh, hi, Jack. of um, massive radio fame. Uh, hi, Delamar. <laughs> I'm here in Singapore for three and a half years. Oh, okay. All right, gotcha. Well, yeah. fantastic. Welcome to the show. What's up? Uh, thank you. Actually, I don't really have a problem, but I just want to know your insight on this. Sure. So, uh, currently, I'm in a relationship. So, the relationship is quite new. We're only three months together. Okay. So, I'm older than this guy. Del. I'm Del. 35 years old. And he's 28 years old. 28. Oh, so, so yeah, I think given my age, um, siguro yung mga lalaking namimit ko is either single dad right. or right. younger. Or I think most guys of my age are either married or I don't know. But I don't know. This guy, I met him um, through a common friend. Okay. Actually, I don't have a relationship before with younger than me. I prefer to be older than me. Because, you know, people always think that when the girl is older in the relationship, it doesn't seem to be the usual way, right? Because normally it's the guy older and then the girl but it's more acceptable that way. Am I correct? Yeah, I mean, not ex- acceptable is not the word. I would say it was just it's a bit more traditional. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, traditional. And um, there's, the, but we're we're talking way back, right? I mean, these days it's it's almost a non-issue. Yes, yes. And and your age gap isn't even considerable enough. I think <laughs> is to it? even I, because seven for years, me it's seven years, not, right? Seven years, yeah. It, it it depends where you are in your life. You know, if you were twenty and Sorry, sorry. If you, you say you were 27 and your boyfriend was 20, then I get it, right? I get the, okay, there's a considerable difference because he's very kiddish at that age. Um, but at 35, 28, it's, it's, it's almost a non-issue completely for me. Why do I say almost? Because you're right. Somebody's probably going to tease you a little bit. Maybe that person would yeah. be me. <laughs> and um, yeah. But, but I, don't, I don't find it to be anything where the generation gap, where you guys can't, Fix arguments, have 
uh, common denominators to talk about, you know, things like that. I, that's not that big of a gap. Wait, Jack, what's the... What's really? The... Yeah, really. <laughs> Del, what do you... Wait, what, what's the uncomfortableness? What What is that thing you're feeling that's problematic? Because I, um, I feel like, um, oh, well, sometimes I'm skeptical that the relationship might not work. Ah, okay. Because, yeah. of course, my age, I'm looking for something stable. I'm looking right. for stability. But maybe at times I'm also insecure whether insecurities that maybe he could meet other girls of course his age yeah yeah so those are yeah. my insecurities so is that's he, why is he i Filipino? don't know whether i made the right decision i don't know <laughs> is he filipino jack <laughs> yes okay Lagot. all right we're just Lagot. covering the bases Rocket Lagot. I don't know. I don't know. If this is a problem, it's usually we need to see see the full picture (laughs) of what you're feeling before we give some insight, quote unquote. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Now, now, Jack, I'm not sure how many, uh, I don't know if you know this or how many people know this, but but Dell is somewhat in a situation very similar. Dell, your your husband is uh, younger than you are. Um, How long have you guys been together? Since 2010. Okay, and how much younger is he? He's 12 years younger than me. Okay, so he's got to be, what, 35? Okay, 35, and you started dating him when he was 24? Yeah. Wow, okay. (laughs) That's what I was talking about earlier, right? So you were 36 when he was 24. See, oh, yeah. that, wow. that's a that's a gap. That's a gap yeah, that, that would red flag wow. me. How but, is it? How well, did well, we'll get to that. We'll get, yeah, we'll get to off. that. We'll get to that in a sec here. But if if you were calling me Della and you were thirty six and you were like, "Hey, my boyfriend's twenty four. How say you?" <laughs> I I would be wow. Okay, so th- there's going to be some challenges here. I don't know what they are, but there are going to be some. Is it Vicky Bello Hayden Cole? Absolutely not. But it. It, 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 Almost. I, no, 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 no. Because that's <laughs> that's twenty. Oh man, it's, it's pushing a little twenty plus, right? Um, um, okay. Yours is considerable, but I don't know what the problem is. I, I don't think there there might not even be a problem. You might be at the high end of you know what? It's okay because if but you flip you the feeling, script, uh, but if you flip Delamar, the script, are you feeling the same way I'm feeling right now? Not or felt, or felt maybe in the felt past. Felt maybe, ah, yeah, yeah. Uh, felt maybe, especially at the beginning of the relationship when we just met, and then also his age. He was twenty-four. twenty-four. He's got a great job. He's got money. He's got connections. Yes. You know, he's in the prime of his life to sow his wild exactly. oats. Right? He's not yeah. thinking of commitment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so that's where it was. And so Drama Conan was like, okay, this is just a relationship that you get into to just love someone for that amount of Yeah, time. exactly. That's what yes. I'm thinking of. But the difference, I don't have the what ifs. Okay, but the difference, Del, is, and this is where race <laughs> might play a role, is your husband, boyfriend, was is not Binoy. And, oh. and I don't want to, I don't want to shit on us as a, as both race and gender, but Pinoy men are probably, this is probably, you don't want them in a situation like this. Say a word, go ahead, describe them. (laughs) Describe us. Yeah, describe yourself. I think think historically, (laughs) historically we've been these 
alpha male, right? I mean, think about our, our fathers, yeah, our grandfather, chicks. The more chicks means it just kind of validates you as a man. Yeah. And th- there's that history. And even though we can sit here and say, well, that's no longer the case, it's so hard to remove some of those qualities yep. subconsciously. We can say it. Yeah, we can say it, but do we really do it, feel it, and are conscious of it? And the answer is going to be no. Not all, I would say a great majority of Filipino men are not removed from that. Maybe the next generation of Filipino men. It's hard to say, though, that every guy's like that, right? We're generalizing. And and, and, uh, that's why I treat this as very small red flags, very small, until you see some actions coming from him that would probably validate the red flag a little bit. Um, but, but Jack, let me just kind of get back seven years, much ado about nothing for me, especially if you're abroad, because you start to, you know, um, absorb a little bit of the environment and the culture of other countries. And maybe they won't be as much as your typical Filipino deep in the, in the inner barangays of Manila. Um, (laughs) and, and yeah. And good thing that he is tall, he's six foot tall. That's a good thing for you. I don't know how that plays any role. I don't know how that plays any role. No, I mean, I mean the physical. Kanina, shy, shy ke, pero ngayon, gets ko na. Yeah, yeah, okay. Matipuno, diba? Matangkad. Dark ba? Is he dark? No, handsome. Yes. How are the guns? For me, yeah, for me. Yeah. How's the stick? It's okay. <laughs> How's the joystick and how are the guns? Yeah, perfect. All right. Um, Wait, let me ask you, Jack, do I get it right? Yes. Because, Shambre, you're 35, he's 28. Yes. So you're just scared now. Because he's young. In your mind, he's young. He's not yet ready to get into a yeah. deep relationship and a commitment or thinking of marriage, right? But yes. a woman like you at 35, you haven't got the time to waste. Because if you waste one or two years and then True. he doesn't want a commitment, your biological clock, you know, yeah, is in exactly. jeopardy. Is, is this the, the problem you're feeling? Yes, exactly. That's a strong okay. point. Yeah, that's a, such a strong point because already by definition, you're high risk, right? Even if you got pregnant today, yeah. you're high risk by definition, yeah. which isn't necessarily mean. It's, it's hard. It's just for definition's sake, right? But... You just met this guy. So as and what Del's uh, uh, talking about here, and and we've discussed this many times on the show, is you're not going to settle down anytime soon. So by the time you actually figure out if this guy's worthwhile, you might be 37 and having to start all over again if this doesn't work work out. And if, if, you know, if kids are if kids are something that you're thinking about, having a family is in the plans. You are in a bit of a sticky situation. I'm glad you kind of brought that up, Del, because. You, when you were 36, Del, and your husband was 24, when did you have your first kid? I was um, 38. And when did you know from the day you met him until that first time you got pregnant that he was going to be the one? No, masalimuot. No, okay, so I guess, Jack, let me, let me tell you what happened to me and take what, fr- take what from it you need, okay? So, okay, parejo. okay. 24 siya, 36 ako. Um, I got pregnant out of wedlock. A mistake that was like so huge, it wasn't even a Dell thing. Like, Why? Everybody, everybody around me just knew I was very um, strict about that. Really? I, I, yeah, strict about protecting myself from pregnancy, from disease. 
But for whatever reason, I won't divulge with that one time. I, anyway, it only took one time, right? So I got pregnant. And then in the middle of the, no, after I gave birth, I felt him pull away. And then I was like, oh, shit. Wow. This is it. Wow. Okay. So before getting pregnant, I knew that having a relationship with this man, because in my book, uh, on the surface, he is not the type that I would like at all. Una-una, Americano. Hindi ako, hindi ako attracted sa Americano. Eh. Yeah. And then second, so young. And then he's very um, brash, very straightforward. Ganyan. Hindi ko type talaga. But anyway, we got to know each other. Felt very, very comfortable. But I knew that he wasn't ready. So yun yung problema ng relationship. And then at some point, I sat myself down. And I said, look, I don't know if I'll really find love. Because in time, I feeling ko, it was never going to work out. But I sat myself down and I said, look, this is the man I love. I really want to be with him for as long as possible. Yeah. I'm willing to take the chance that we won't And I would probably lose a couple of years or months of my biological clock to have children. But... I'll take it because I don't come across a man like that often. So I did that, got disappointed. And you know what? After I gave birth, when we had problems, I had to like tell him, I know you want to date other people. So I'm not going to take the kid away from you, but I'm not going to be in your life. So if you want you want the kid, you hang out. But wow, you, you and had I that conversation, not, huh? Yeah, we did. Wow. And of course, I'm glossing this up because there are mga bad words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> Meaning right. to say, uh, it was so close to my heart. This was my love. This was my life. And if ever there was a time to say what I wanted, what I was demanding for, or what I'm fighting for, that was it. I knew that. And then I said, I'm just going to go and say what I want, what I need, and let the cards where they fall. Turns out, he slowly began to see that to be with me is what he wanted. But it didn't come automatically. It, ta- it took us, I met him 2010. We had the first baby in 2011. We got married in 2015 when I was pregnant with my third child. Wow, really? So, okay, but you're, yeah. uh, so two kids in and you guys are not married How yet. How old are you then when you so got I, married? I was 38 when I had Cooper. I was 40 when I had Ava. And then I was Ooh. 40. Uh-uh. So I had four kids. Kasi. So what I'm saying wow. is... Wow. Four kids? It, you still I, managed I to have four, four kids. kids? Four kids wow. at 38. That's good for you. Galing. <laughs> I, I know, but here's what I'm saying. I knew nothing of the outcome of my decision. My only yeah. objective was to love this man. I didn't know that it was going to last. Actually, feeling it was not going to last. But it was too good of a love for me to let it go. Anyway, well, so I, I go, think I'm, hmm? I'm also at the same. I'm also yes. like that now. I mean, really, Jack? I love Three him. months in, though? Really? Yeah, I love him. Because what I feel like our conversation should be about is your plans, not the age gap, right? <laughs> it should be the timeline and not. What you started with, which was, I'm 35, he's 28, what what do you foresee, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know how great you guys are. I don't know if you feel like about him as Delamar felt about her 
husband a few years later because you guys are so new. I think, yeah. at least to me, it's, hey, here's the math. The math is this. He's yes. this young. You're 35. You guys just started at best. I mean, the fastest to leveling this up is a year. And, and then after that, what? I mean, do you want to have a family? Is he ready for a family? Then you might fall into the problem that Delamar had. Now, luckily, Delamar was able to escape from that in, in pretty good shape. But that's not <laughs> the case for most. I would even say most people, right? Now, clearly, yes. Dell's is a little bit of a, a more considerable of an age gap. But essentially, I think what needs to happen here is you need to assess what you want in the next few years. Do I want a family? How many kids do I want? Is this guy look like, does this relationship look like it has the chance of getting there? And if it doesn't, you get out. Because mm-hmm. it can fuck up the timeline. Yeah. Right. That, that's exactly. how I feel, okay? Mm-hmm. Without having mm-hmm. to dictate, you know, what you're supposed to do. I would assess. I think Mo is very practical because partly yes, a yes, man thinks of those things that, that way, right? Yeah. So my yes. advice will be kind of different. I know the timeline. Pero sa akin, what do you want? And you, what you want has consequences. If it's true na mahal mo siya, mahal ka niya, you're good for each other, you take a chance. Because love yeah, offers no guarantees. Right? Kahit, mag, kahit yeah. magpinakasal lang kanya nasang, na, in, in 10 churches, pwede yan, it can still go, you know, kaput. Yeah. Right? Yes. So, that's not the point. The point is, what do you want? Are you willing to risk your timeline for what you want? Kasi nasa na ba siya sa relationship niyo? Does he say he loves you? Yeah, he is does. Is he mature for he his did. age? Actually, he wants us to move in together. Okay. All right. It's early, but fine. I'm, I'm okay with that, Jack. I mean, <laughs> Singapore, small town, small city. It's, oh. I'm fine with that. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, the math only matters to me. If you have plans of building a family, if you don't have plans of building a family, the math doesn't exist. Okay. Uh -uh. So as Delamar Delamar said, what are your plans? What do you want from this relationship? If it's something you want to settle down and again and grow with, then understand love. You got to do you got to do the timeline. But outside of that, just have fun for now. If if it's no if there's no pressure to to. And that pressure comes from you and only you, okay? Nobody yes, else. Yes. Not your fucking family. Yes. Not this guy. Nobody, okay? <laughs> yeah. Not the pressure, society. Yeah, not society. Yes. <laughs> so, not us. So, you you assess that, okay? Think about it. Go in deep thought. Okay. Go hang out in Sentosa or wherever the fuck you guys deep thought. <laughs> and go, hey, should I, should I, what should I do with myself family-wise? Because I think that's really where you're at in life is to mm-hmm. get close yeah. to planning that part. And if it's a non-issue and, and maybe you think, oh, I only want one kid, if ever, well, okay, then your timeline isn't so bad. If you want to have yeah, three kids... I only want one kid. Okay, right. So so that's... Then, you know what? You can slow things down a little bit. But if you want two to three kids, like a lot of people do, then you have a different, completely different math ahead of you. Mm-hmm. All right? Feeling good. But there's a song here. Should I give up... Or should I keep chasing payments? <laughs> but certainly, that's exactly what Mo said. Yeah, yeah. Right? Do you give yeah. up? Yeah. Or do you just keep chasing Mo, payments? Mo, I have another question. Hurry. I, I only have Delmar for like an hour. She's going to kill me if we yeah. go any longer. Go yeah. quickly. 
Because my boyfriend is really a fan of yours. I think ginagaya kaya niya. I don't know. Oh, anyway. Oh, lock him down. Because there's... <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, there's an overlap with the relationship. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, thank you for the, for the backhanded... Uh, was it insult almost, not compliment? <laughs> My my boyfriend Sorry. loves my boyfriend idolizes you. So he cheated on his girlfriend with me. Um and <laughs> Okay, go ahead. Sorry. There was an overlap in uh, they're in the relationship for five years. Yeah. So um, long distance. So the girl is in the Philippines. Okay. And then I think uh, the the relationship is not doing good. So actually the girl broke up with him. Okay, but he was dating you. Of already. course uh Actually, we're already together. Yeah, right. I just right. found out, right. but I still give him another chance. Okay. Oh, so he told—he didn't even tell you either. Fantastic. Yeah, he didn't. Tell. What a keeper. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you were not a willing third party. You—you you, you were unaware at the time. Okay. No, so, I'm not. I'm okay. Not. So, what's the question? Uh, is it a big red flag? It's a, it. It is a little bit. Um, the fact that they were LDR and I don't know how many years they were LDR. I, I guess lessens the size of that flag, but it's still a considerable flag. Um, and the reason why I say in LDR lessens it because sometimes not having that person around, not having that physical presence, that physical touch, that just just being around somebody at, for an extended period of time will really hurt the relationship, and it's and kind of makes you susceptible to bumping into somebody interesting. And having that person fill that void. And as they fill that void of not, you know, no human touch, not having somebody around, you start to develop feelings. And it's very hard to control at some point, right? Um, it's, not, it's different, I think, if he were cheating on his girlfriend and you guys were just in the same vicinity. I think that's, that's just a bigger, bigger yeah. red flag. Yes. It doesn't mean it's not a pass for him. He still cheated on his girlfriend. But I think it makes it a little bit more understandable that you're susceptible to sliding because... The LDR is just so very difficult to pull off. And just the dynamic yeah, and the reality of that is really kind of taxing on a human being, both her and him, and he was the one that fell. So um Because I think he's the one trying and I think Well that's what that that's the press off. release. It is it is always gonna be yeah, the press yeah. release, okay? <laughs> that it's her fault okay. and all that stuff. That's what that's just human nature, okay? Um mm, don't okay. believe any of that shit. What I would believe is the body of work coming in after that. Okay. Okay, so after right. you guys solidified, is he still does his eyes still, you know, dart left to right when he's walking around and there's girls around? You know, you, you gotta you gotta <laughs> you gotta set traps for him and see if <laughs> this is this is uh something that he is or if this was an isolated case. Okay? All right. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, Jack. Have a good day. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Thank you, Delamar. Thank you, Mo. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Del, I'm surprised that you did that. You did the whole, um, all right, that's it, man. If you want to date other girls, fine. Here. But... Well, I'm fighting for this love. Like, it's so marked here. It was like, I don't know what to do. I need to know, can I count on you or not? Are you in or out? Because if you're in, we do it one way. Yeah. If you're out, then we do it another way. I can't be in. It cannot be in between. But a man, that took balls of steel. <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, no, I, re- I remember because we had this conversation weeks and weeks ago. And you told me something like, you know, you don't really ask for what you want. You're no, you said something like, I mean, because I, but I don't grab what I want or deserve, right? I remember you said that, and that definitely was 
an issue of mine when I was much younger. Yeah, yeah. And seemingly in that relationship, that was exactly what I needed. Because when I said what I wanted, I felt good about me. Right. Like right, it's not. Po- right. It's possible he's not going to give me what I want, but just being able to say, you know what, guy, I fall flat on my face. This is what I want, and I'm willing to take the consequences. Kung hindi talaga tayo, they're fine. Better you not. So, the, in, in was was this exchange um, more about just the two of you and your chemistry and where you guys were in life, more than just the age gap, because. I, I, kind of getting back to, to Jack's initial point, is the age gap an issue? Was this an age gap issue between you and him at that time? Or was it more a, okay, no, this is just is who you are. This is where I am. Not really about how old I am, but just the circumstances of our relationships, whatever that may be. If that Does that make sense, though? Yeah, 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 I get what you're saying. It's not like the age per se. It's that he's in a certain stage of his life. Yeah. Where the world is wide open right, right, and right. I'm the one who's closing down, sure. you know, doors because sure, the, right. the options are disappearing faster than you're, I could you're, stop you're, it. Yeah, your paces are different. Your pace is, yeah. so you're, you're in the slow down pace and he's, he's kind of. But in of terms in, of intellect, in terms of uh, were we a match, is this the person I can talk to in the way that I talk without making him feel small or right. or, or bullying him. And he really was. Ang sabi niya sa akin when he broke up with me, he said, um, you know, I think if we stay together, then I'll have to marry you because we're so good together. And I don't think I'm ready to get married. What a line. Oh, my I know. God. What and a I was line. like, I'm not buying that shit. Okay? I'm not buying that shit. What you're saying is you want to go date. You want to, you know, be a hunter it is, in the Great okay, Savannah. But, but let me give him credit. Okay, fine. Yeah, it was it bullshit? Absolutely, right? But what a... what That, that bullshit yeah. didn't smell as bad. <laughs> exactly. And if you were easily manipulated, right. it's so right. easy to say, oh, he loves me so much. What and then a he'll, he would have gotten that. rid of you without the histrionics, <laughs> right? Better, yeah, I, I, I love shut down that shit right away. I, I love how he put that shit on you, but in a compliment in compliment form. Yeah, so Artful. So, so yeah, it's cunning <laughs> because what a, artful dodger is what I called him. You know, remember that? Uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a it's a band or yeah. whatever? But I call it diabolique. It was diabolical, <laughs> man, because he. he um, no, because I forgot. If if he weren't your husband now, I'd be like, that motherfucker did this. No, I mean, he he was able to pull off. I love the line. Okay, give me the line one more time. Um, yeah, I, we have to we have to we have to said, break up, but um, because if I stay, I would have to marry you. Yeah, if I stay <laughs> I with you, <laughs> if I stay with you, I will have to marry you because I think this is it. You are the woman for me, but I'm not ready to do that yet. Man, you know, how many guys are writing that shit down right now. I know, because. Still play around, but tayo pa rin, kind right, of. Right. And it just and, and it was nice because I was very clear about how I felt. But she was like, no way. What are you talking about? That's yeah, I have lost balls of steel. Alright. I guess if I went into it, na alam kong player siya, and all I wanted was to play, okay. Yun. But it right, was not right. like that. We'll take a break. When we come back, we have more of the podcast. You're listening to Good Times from all the podcast year 10 on this, uh, gosh, what episode is this? Uh, 34? Back after this. Don't go away.
Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Worldwide, it's Good Times with Mo, the podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook. Welcome back to the podcast. You are listening to Good Times with the podcast year 10, episode number 34, of course, with uh, Delamar on the show. Make this quick so we can get to our next call. If you want to donate to the show, you can by going to anchor.fm slash Twister. You can donate as little as 99 cents to the podcast. And if you found my Instagram post today, you see that I'm building up some merchandise that I'm hoping, hoping is really the key word here, that I can get you guys uh, free stuff, whether it be polos, um, new era caps, because that's the kind of cap I wear. You see the Yankee cap I wear every single day. Uh, we have hoodies and all that stuff that I'm getting customized now, hoping that in the near future I can kind of raffle them off to the people that donate to the show. Uh, the reason why it, a, it's a big challenge is because so many of you guys donate from different parts of the world and, and shipping these items to different parts of the world is always going to be a challenge. Now, obviously, Philippines will have the most um, allocation, but I need to find somebody local who can kind of distribute that and stuff. Well, I mean, it's technical. I'll get into that um, maybe on another episode. But again, I want to make this one quick. Of course, Del Mar's here. So, Del, let's take our next call. Next call. Our next caller is from San Francisco, and her name is Samantha. She's 37 years old. Samantha called the show recently when my wife was on. You were the girl whose husband keeps asking you for blowjobs, and you don't want – You don't, it's not that you don't want to give him a blowjob. You don't want him to ask for a blowjob. Yes? Yes, that's correct. Right. No. And um, how's that worked out now for you? I, I forgot what we told you to do. <laughs> But yeah, is he um, still asking so far for we've been doing well, Mo. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, he's not lately asking for it. Like he'll just wait. But I can tell by his face already that he, he wants. wants yeah, what does that look like? <laughs> what is a, what does the face of a guy who really wants oh a blowjob look like? What does that What does that look like? Go paint um, a picture. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like when he smiled. He smiles but with a with an O in his mouth. Oh, 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 oh. with a banana. Oh, 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 I see. Does he have puppy dog eyes? What yeah, is... something like that. Or he'll just wait under his blanket <laughs> with his fingers pointed down to his crotch, just like right there, baby. I'm putting up a tent. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, he's got his hands behind his uh, head, you know, just kind of both tied on his head. Yes, exactly. <laughs> So what, we, what don't you like about giving blowjobs? No, 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 no. She doesn't. She has no problem giving blowjobs. She doesn't like when he asks. He oh, you want it to be your idea. Yeah, she wants the flow. You know, go with the yes, flow. Yes, exactly. True. There's, there's a there's a loser dumb to asking for a blowjob, which you know what? <laughs> I, I'm torn because I want you guys to communicate what you want sexually with your partner. But I also don't want you to demand it every single time you're having sex. Like, okay, that's not okay. Now blowjob time, baby. It's like 
Wait a minute. <laughs> do, I, do I look like a you know an ATM? <laughs> right, exactly. Where I give exactly. out you know blowjobs. <laughs> is, is there a romance involved in this? It's like, all right, get your get your lips on the stick. Let's go. Um, okay, but you guys are doing better. He's asking less, though he's smiling with intent. <laughs> with intent. Okay. All right. Yes. So what's going on, love? What do you want to talk about? Um, so Mo, the only thing is, so um, my question is that um, I mean, we just had our ten-year um, anniversary. Congratulations! Like, three days ago, things. Um, I just noticed that he's like talking about our past, and I'm just, you know, like I'm weird. Like, why do husband or boyfriend like assume that us women, wife, are cheating or did you cheat him on did, did you cheat on him in the past not at all mo uh, like so so over- wh- where's this energy coming from when you say he is is he accusing you or is he joking around with you when he says you're cheating? i know it's it's both it's both um joking and because he's a joker a lot so it's like you know sometimes he wants to assert me and i'm like where do you get this, you know? So, like, back in, I would say, 2018, he'd be like, who are you talking to? Why are you not answering my calls? You know, I'm like, I'm working, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, when he keeps bringing that back, like, right, like, when we had our dinner, I'm like, what are you talking wow, about again, you yeah, know, yeah. Mo? So, now, how, yeah. often, how often is this happening? Is it, is it, is it getting worse? Is it getting more frequent? Oh, just late, just now, Mo, and I'm like, I don't know how to tell him. Like, if I say something, he might think, like, you know how we kind of like, um, how you say this? We get defensive. Defensive, yeah, defensive the word. Yeah, so, so, and I don't. Okay, well, real, I try to defend myself. So gotcha. I'm like, if that's not true. Good, right? good, and so, you should, and you should defend yourself, but but without getting, I guess, aggressive at the same time. Yes, yes, um, exactly. Secondly, mm-hmm. are there any big changes in your life? Anybody start a new job? Did somebody gain 400 pounds? Like, what what are the big changes Did in your life? Somebody lose a lot of weight. Yeah, somebody lose a lot yeah. of weight. Absolutely. I mean, just any kind of change whatsoever in the past, I don't know, year or or so, mm-hmm. outside of COVID, I, of course, you know. Any any, any any changes? So far, two years, gosh, three years ago, so way back 2018, maybe because we just had a, um, maybe our kids were like turning two years old, or maybe that's why when, you know. No, no, I'm, I'm more, I'm more like a massive change in your life or livelihood recently that may get him to have some doubt i mean yeah. sometimes when it comes to change is not always a change is constant and not always a good thing sometimes it makes people kind of worry and mm-hmm. and, and do stupid shit um yeah. okay, so so with the information that you've given me my and we only sit here and we guess right we can only guess mm-hmm. um it could be number one projection which is i will project cheating on you because i'm cheating obviously that's really drastic but it exists uh okay. people can accuse you of doing something that they're doing as their own defense mechanism um so snoop around <laughs> get, yeah. your, get your de- <laughs> get your detective juices working right yeah yeah um and then number two it, it could just be a guy sometimes us guys we understand who we are and this is going to be an insult for us but it's true yeah. we, we understand that like there, there's always out <sighs> What am I trying to even say? Even though, even though Mo, like, okay, I go to work and there's, you know, like 
you know how like securities would come by and just say hi good morning and i'm such a friendly person so you know i always be honest to my husband i would always say oh somebody greeted me blah 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 you know and then that's when he thinks oh why is my wife you know it, 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 it depends on the level of greeting. Like, of course, there's going to be men that are going to greet you, and there's going to be females that greet him. Sometimes, and this is not your fault, but it yeah. could, you could control it. How much of information you're actually sharing with him and what yeah. level. Like, I remember my wife once said, hey, I miss living in New York because I like walking down the street and guys kind of complimenting me on, like, how pretty I look. And I go, why do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> Of course, it's a good thing, right? It's a good thing, but but just that piece of information, which was innocent, can plant something negative in my mind. Just almost like it's nothing. And okay. you want to be able to curtail how much information you're sharing regarding compliments and and all of that okay. stuff, just so you don't kind of embed in his mind something. Is um, he naturally jealous? You know what? It's funny because I never. It's hard to tell because me and my husband, we don't, I don't know how we see each other when we're jealous. You know, I, I get jealous when he sees women with a big booty and he just walk by and just stare at him like, okay, I don't care. You know, like, <laughs> wow. I've never, yeah, I've never so done that I, in my life. <laughs> it's just hard to tell. It's just, you know, and I'd be like, okay, whatever, you know. Well, what's your gut instinct telling you? Do you think there's somebody else? Or he's really jealous. Because I think what Mo was saying was some guys would most likely accuse you of cheating when they're the ones cheating yeah, as a project. perfect way right. to cover it up. Absolutely. So if you're yeah. sure that it's not uh -huh. that, then your husband I is feeling insecure. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah. And then, yeah, then you ask why. Why is he all of a sudden doing that? Why does he react that way? And again, that's why, is it, was there a big change in life or, or any of that stuff? Or is the information you're feeding him regarding maybe the men that you're around with at work fueling yeah. this insecurity now now because way way back then it's like i remember that we had this ups and down going on like we don't often talk a lot we don't see each other a lot because i work in the morning he works at night and we don't see each other and i think it's that why way back then he's like oh maybe i'm feeling cold feet on him and that's why mm. he thinks i'm talking to other guys or the security I'm talking to so I think that's the way it looks like too you, you know I'll tell you a thing about us guys right we, we want to date the hottest girl uh, we can right who, who, who the hottest girl that's going to agree to date us we're looking for that <laughs> and and um, and Sam you're, you're an attractive you're really an attractive lady I can see by your photo and we, we want that right we want an attractive lady but then it comes with it comes with so much insecurity when you actually start to have them then. Sure, it's confidence. Yeah. It's a confidence boost on our end. But then how to keep it? what happens when yeah. they go away? Where are the threats, right? At work, especially when you're, like you said, your morning shift, he's graveyard shift. So you're spending the great majority of your time away from him and with these other people. So my attractive wife now all of a sudden becomes a burden because she's spending way more time with those guys than with me. Oh, she must be cheating on me and the narrative rights. Okay. So it could be that. It could be that. And But also men know when yeah. their wives or girlfriends are being lusted after by other men. Oh so yeah. When you tell her tell him stories about, yeah, the security said hi to me. And yeah. the way you're saying yeah. this story, he could probably 
think, oh, Thanks. this guy yeah. has the hots for her. And she's just dense enough not to notice it. Yeah. And so she, he becomes protective yeah. over you because he doesn't have a lot of you to begin with. 100%. Because he hardly sees you. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So, so th- those are the two things that I kind of wanted to bring up. Number one, he could be cheating because that's projection. Or number two, just you're attractive and you, he doesn't get to see you. And he must think, oh, you're feeling that absence in your, in your life with somebody else. Me not being around. That could totally be it. So I would control how much I share, A, especially unless it's noteworthy. If it's not noteworthy, don't say it. B, I don't know how you guys can find maybe a better schedule together so you can build up a little bit more with this relationship, if that's even possible. And C, massive detective work to make sure that he's not cheating on you. Those are the, that's your homework, I would say. Okay. From me. Thank you. Del, any 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 additional? Mm, Samantha, I think you th- you should um, really build a strong relationship with your husband, where you talk, you spend time. Yes. It doesn't have to be long, but you really need to connect, because the reason why he's afraid of losing you is because he feels like he doesn't have you. So yeah. the more the feeling of fear is there, the more he'll become territorial. Yes. So what you need to do is address the fear. You do that by showing him how much you love him or just spending time with him, just talking, having, just chilling and enjoying each other's company. Then you get reminded of why you like each other and why you guys chose each other over everybody else. Hard to talk though when when, when you have his penis in your mouth all the time. So just kind of also. That's what I was saying. If he's (laughs) asking for that from you, that's kind of like, you know, at least you've got his attention. Every single time, though, Dell. Every single sexual session encounter, whatever that is. Maybe he's that good. He's asking for the BJ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how old is your is your husband, Samantha? What is? Uh, pardon me, Bob. How old is your husband? Um, turning thirty-three. Ooh, another youngin. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Back, back oh, to back, back to back, younger guys. Ooh, that's kind of interesting. I thought. I I almost was going to be 100% sure that this guy was much older. And I thought maybe his own physical yeah. decline is also yeah. fueling his insecurity. But, <laughs> but 33. Apparently not. Yeah, 33. Yeah. Wow. Okay, hot mama. All right. How about a hair moment? Right. We have we have much more bastos uh, updated versions of that on the radio. So Haban ng hair is now ang pink ng nips, girl. <laughs> Pantay ng balls. No. <laughs> we have we have newer updated ones than right. that. Um yeah, yeah, Sam. Uh, th- those are th- those are my thoughts. Those are Dell's thoughts. Uh act mm-hmm. accordingly um and see if it if it if it works out. Okay? Okay. Thank right. you, guys, both. Uh, wait, wait. Lastly, with the, the thirty-three, thirty-seven, we've been talking about age a lot here on the show. I'm yes. going to be a little bit more aggressive about the cheating part and and finding out what's going on over there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, Mo. Thank right. you, guys, both. Thank Bye, you, Samantha. Bye, Sam. Okay, you guys have a great day. You too. Bye. All Bye. right. Bye. You know, last, wait, 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 hold on, when though. was it? Is last... he cheating? Wait, hold on. Is he cheating on her or not? I wouldn't know. Because there are guys who still ask for blowjobs even if they are cheating on whoever they're Oh, no, with, you gotta right? separate you gotta separate those love. You the the, yeah, the, the, the bedroom stuff is different from mm. like the relationship stuff. Anyway, you were saying, sorry, I cut you off. 
know, I remember you posed a question on the show, on the radio show the other day, and the question was, what would you, what question would your partner ask you that you're afraid to answer, right? If you could not lie, what is the question lie. that you're most if terrified you your partner asking you? And you you told me, uh, what was that? Oh, wow. Because you, you, I said, I would, I don't think I have one. Yeah. And you were skeptical about it because maybe I'm naive enough to trust that my husband would never lie to me or whatever. And I, and I really had to think about it. And I finally understood that I don't trust him. Like I'm not sure a hundred percent that somebody will not lie to me ever in my life. That's un- yeah. that's unrealistic, right? Yeah. But the trust I feel for him when I talk when I answered that question was, I trust that whatever he needs to ask me is important, and I don't know if I can answer it. But I should, yeah, because I love this man. So, see, yeah, so, so I'm, those I'm, things are. I'm assuming there are a lot of women listening to the show right now because we came from age gap to back to back age gap age gap calls, right? That want to know, Delamar, how do you how do you not get driven crazy by knowing he's so much younger and that there's a lot of threat out there with with an age gap like that? Um, yeah. Can you answer that, or like, how do you personally not just become this jealous monster because just because of that? Hmm. Especially considering love. Remember, remember what you said. You said there was a time where you're like, okay, I think he just needs yeah. to date, and yeah, it's wild, you know all that stuff. Okay, so so even with that as a part of the entire marriage experience or relationship experience you've had with him, how do you then now in your mid forties or I forget how old you are, but 47, right? Cause he's 35. <laughs> I'm trying to forget too. Yeah. How do you at 47 <laughs> not go crazy thinking he's attracted to younger women? Well, one is you thank the pandemic. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> right. No, that's not it. And he's all rushing to get vaccinated. I got to get vaccinated. I got to get, why yeah. do you need to get vaccinated? For the world to go back. No, I think there's really, there wasn't one specific point in our relationship where, okay, I'm not jealous anymore. I think it really has to do with how he makes me feel and how I feel like I have his attention. Okay. And he certainly has mine. Definitely. Right, right, right. And then, and that was really something that set this relationship apart from all the others that I get him. He gets me. So in my relationship with him, there's only two girls I've felt like the hackles go up. Yeah. Ta- yeah you know, yeah, 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 claws yeah. come out. Right, right. Because as a woman, you know, you know when your husband is attracted to somebody else and you know 100%. when somebody else is attracted to your partner. Fuck yes. And and, and, and woman's intuition is greater than, 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 than a guy's, for sure. Yes. For sure. And I remember thinking at that point when it came up, it came up, I was like, I'm feeling jealous and I hate feeling that way. And, you know, that constant having to look, you know, uh, when he's not looking to see if something's happening. Yeah. But for some reason, he's proven to me that he understands what is most important to him. And I can see that. And I feel it also with how he takes care of me and the kids. 
And so it doesn't happen like in a in a separate bubble of your relationship. Right. You have to know how it feels when you're in it. And so I would say I don't have a feeling that he isn't attracted to somebody else. I know that he doesn't feel like I'm attracted to somebody else. Although there was this one point after nine years together, he told me, you know, that friend of yours, Uh-oh. he likes you. Oh. <laughs> and it was like, my husband's not a je- not the jealous type. I would love for him to be a little bit of a jealous type. But right. he just came uh, in the room and said, you know, blank, he likes you. And it wasn't a question. And I had been friends with this person for such a long time. He's been to our house many times. We've been to their house. This is the first time I saw, I heard my husband voice out an insecurity like that because it wasn't just a statement, right? Why would, me, why would it sounded like a statement? Well, it was a statement, yes. But why was it important for him to tell me? Isn't it an FYI? Hey, you should know that that dude likes you because I know what I know what what it looks like. Like you just said it. You know when a guy likes. You know when a girl likes your husband. You know when your husband likes a girl. Yeah, but That's there's the same an unspoken thing. thing, I feel, like when he said that, like, blank likes you. Because it's so un- un- out of character of him, is, yeah. is what you're saying. Okay. And I feel like, in, in a way, he's saying, I can see it. So if I can see it, I can be made uncomfortable by it. Hmm. That's what I'm taking. And I'm like, oh, I get it. I see it. It's not like my husband's trying to control me, but I understand what might give him cause to worry. And it's simply not what I want to do because it's, it's just noise. There are other yep, things yep. that we need to focus on. And so right. that was so, wait, wait, so quickly, how did you address that then? Because, again, these are all these are all sub-stories, sub-problems yeah. that our listeners have. This is a very common thing. So how did you address when your husband said, I think he likes you? Did you then, A, stop being friends with the guy or stop being as close to the guy as you were? Did you go B? Well, no, that's not the truth. So I don't, I don't, I don't think he likes me. He's never said anything. I know he doesn't. So continue as we are. Uh, let's see. C. Did he say he was jealous, and and then you know you acted upon that just to appease your husband? Like, what was the move? Uh, no, I didn't stop being friends with the person. Not at all. But I did remember some other friends say that they think he likes me. Also, never so gave it a, yeah, I never gave it a thought. Yeah. I always thought it was a joke. Um, but when my husband said that, I realized, oh, he, <laughs> he, yeah, this is what everybody else is talking right, about, right, and right, I trust right. my husband so much that I I see that he sees something is is there. And so after that, I just go, really? So yeah, yes, baby. Then how come he, you he didn't does. stop being friends with him? Why? Why would I? Because it is well, he's not so much in our lives anyway. Okay, enough all to right, make my right, husband right. Comfort- uncomfortable. But what I'm I saying would've. is, well, he's still my friend. But now I understand there's a limit to the closeness that I that's what I'm talking about. That I need right. to be with this. You guy. scale back, right? Yeah, if only because it gives my husband a lot of things to worry about, and I do He's my priority. Well, it's not just that, though. There is another person outside of your relationship where jealousy doesn't exist that has also said it. And if that's the case, I think there's way more legs now to this theory that the guy likes you. Mm-hmm. It's way more credible Definitely. now. And, hey, you're married. so um, And you don't want anything to fuck that up. So I would have scaled back. But, again, that's just that's the advice I would be given if somebody called and said that. I was, okay, yeah. clearly it's not just your husband being jealous, but an external person kind of almost... 
confirmed it, though uh, not a real confirmation. No, we don't know, but yeah, I yeah, mean, but, if everybody's saying the same thing, you kind of have to look at it, right? Right, right. right and maybe right, I just right. don't want to admit that there is that feeling because exactly. it's uncomfortable. Yep, yep, yeah. yep, yep, no, oh, totally. Weird. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. We got to take a commercial break. <laughs> I'll take a break. Actually, no, we won't take a break. I forgot, we still have one more call. Uh, yeah, let's take a third call. And then we'll wrap it up. Yeah, no, because we already took our first break. Sorry, I'm getting confused here. Uh, here's our next caller. Next call. Let's talk to Sarah. Sarah's 45 years old. She is in Taguig and on the show. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for being here. Hello. Good morning, Mo. So uh, I'm glad to be back. Yeah, you're back. Ba yeah, you're back on the show. I, I, I'm trying to try to remember your details about you as a caller before. But before we get to any of that stuff. Uh, Del, uh, Sarah here is such a huge fan of yours. In fact, Hi, she, she messaged me and said, I need to, I want to get on the show. I want to talk about something. Oh my God. Wait, the Delamar episode. Fuck it. I'm out. And I'm like, why? You don't understand how big of a fan I am. And <laughs> I just, I, I, I will, I will go, you know, I will destroy myself on the show. And I'm like, you got to take the opportunity. And she's like, you know what? You're right. Once in a lifetime, this is it. I'm going to do it. So Sarah, this is Delamore. Delamore, this is Sarah. Hi, Delamore. I'm Hi, a huge, huge fan. Oh, wow. I thought, you know what? I thought at first when jo when Mo um, mentioned that um, you will be a guest or a pot potential guest, uh, I, I said, become a conflict of interest because you also have a podcast. And then after that, Bianca, and then there's another uh, Ricky Flo. And then I'm like, oh my God, wala not si Del. And then um, <laughs> Mo mentioned it again. And then I was super excited. And I just texted Mo that I'm really looking forward to, to yeah. you and Mo meeting the meeting of the minds. You're both my idols. And um, yeah. And I'm, Thank I'm you. really nervous. I'm no, it's nervous. nice to meet you. So, so Sarah, if. Now that we got that out of the way, just real quick, um, <laughs> were you the flight attendant? You were the flight attendant, right? Yes, I am. Okay, I am. <laughs> flight attendant for a uh, flag carrier or at least one of the major uh, airlines. Um, you're 45. I, I'm trying to remember. Did you call about a fuck buddy last time? No, of course not. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh, Excuse me. What, what? What, did, what did you call about last time? About, about, uh, about my dad. Oh. The absentee dad. <laughs> Hey, listen, no, I can always give that. birth to <laughs> fuck buddy. Um, I think I was the one that called you like you're the Marianne Rivera lookalike. You're very pretty. You're very, I, I, I remember saying something like that. You, you, you told me I'm a, I'm a lookalike. Um, That's right. I, I look like Marianne. Yeah, yeah, you're the Marianne lookalike. The ugly version of Marianne. Maybe 10%, 10, 10 to 15% discount, which is still really strong. I mean, oh. like, Thank you. Yeah, 15% discount's good. Okay, so Sarah, you are on the show. You have Delamart, you have myself. This is it, girl. Yes. Don't fuck it up. What do you got? Yes, yes. Um, oh, wait, but, but quickly, I, I just have like two questions for you guys. Yeah. Personal. Uh, I, I just want to know, I have a question for Del. Uh, I just want to know how you stumbled into radio. You and Mo also. I just really want to know quickly, quickly. Sorry before I, I, yeah, I lay yeah. out. Yeah, Del, I don't know. Okay. I don't know the Delmar story either. So I'm kind oh. of yeah. I'll, I'd love to hear this one. It's like a student jock thing. Oh, that's right, that's right. The first thing who did that? Who did that was uh, LSFM. So I auditioned. Okay. I got in. That's it. No, but I know that part. The the did you hear it on the radio? You were listening to them like, hey, we're looking for student DJs, and you're like, shit, that's me. Was that what it was, or somebody? Was it the typical Filipina thing? You're in the mall walking with your friends, and then somebody comes no. up to you. Because LSFM back then, hindi masa. It was the student station, campus radio campus was radio, their right, handle, right? right. 
And so um, my friend said we were in the bus and she said, I bet you can't, you don't have the guts to audition. I go, I bet I do. And said, okay, mm. game on. And then we just did it. That's it. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, my, 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 my story started very simple. I was eating at a restaurant. It's called Aviary. It's in Green Hills. And I was, um, it's, it's that restaurant that had animals inside, which are probably a health and safety code violation now. <laughs> but back then there were monkeys walking around and shit. Well, they were in cages and stuff. But you remember this restaurant in Green Hills, Aviary? Yes. Yeah, yes. right? There was fucking animals, right? Like in cages uh-huh. and shit in the dining area. The, the, by the centerpiece was the cage, the big cage, yeah. the big aviary. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which again, probably not something you're going to pull off uh, these days. Um and I was having dinner with a friend of mine who was a celebrity. Her name is Danita Rose, if you guys know, remember, recall oh, Danita. Of course. So Danita and I are having uh, dinner, and seated next to us were the bosses of our station. Uh, I don't know if you know Koyang uh, Delamar, but you know, kind of the upper yes. upper echelon of management. And um, and this is Danita, who's you know obviously very DJ. famous at the time, yeah. right? So she, um, sorry, he. I guess they asked for a f- not photo uh, autograph or just a high hello because there's no photos back then. Um, and I guess they overheard us talking because we we're just friends talking. And they asked, hey, you know what? We're looking for somebody young who's got a good command of that language. Uh, do you want to swing by the station and give it a shot? And I was like, okay, sure. And I went over there and, you know, that's that's kind of how it, it, it uh, works. Right. Yeah, so. Okay, Sarah, I'm sorry. I need yes. to say this. In what? the stories of being discovered for radio, that is rare. <laughs> Most story is the fairy tale version yeah, yeah, of how yeah. how one gets into radio. Right, right. Uh, it, <laughs> considering how many mass comm students are ta- are graduating every single year, to land a job in broadcasting is very very difficult. And um, in fact, I think I think I, Delamar's story also is rare, though it still happens because there's campus like junior jock programs, and you guys have one as well, or you had one before at RX. Um, it, it's it's just the amount of people who want to do it versus the openings are so man the, the ratio is rough, and um my my yeah my story is I I think it was I was sitting next to a celebrity and at the time and that's what it was well, I mean that's what you needed I feel that was the hook that made them look your way right but the talent right. and uh, <clears throat> what they thought would make you good was all you. Sure, yeah, but but, 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 but no, yeah. never in my plans. <laughs> never in my plans to be a broadcaster. Never knew I even had it in me. I yeah, wanted to be a definitely. senator. I wanted to be a senator. You know that oh. I was. A, I wanted to be a Philippine senator. Wanted to change our country for the great. Um, but anyway, that never worked out. Well, well, you never. You never know. I doubt it. I doubt I'll get the votes. There's still time. <laughs> yeah, I doubt I'll get the votes. All right, um, Sarah. Sorry. Go ahead. What, what do you want to talk about? Um, well, I want to discuss about uh, my daughter. Um, sure. She's she's 26 now. Okay. So I had her oh, when 19. I was 18. Yeah. And she didn't grow up with me. Who'd she grow up with? Yes. Who did she grow because up with? Because of it. Well, no, she didn't grow up. Uh, she grew up with uh, Lola. With uh, yours Lola. or father's? The father's. Okay. So oh, I'll, 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 I'll tell you the backstory. Please. Why that was the setup. Um, I, I had her. When I got pregnant at 17, uh, I... Um, I a, it was a secret. I, ne- I never told anybody. I never told my side of the family. I never told my boyfriend uh, because at that time I I really wanted to finish my studies, and uh, I uh, I want to I don't want to marry early. 
So I, I gave birth alone, literally alone in my room. Wait, no and, shit. You gotta yeah, yeah. Be, wait a minute. You when when I hear you say I alone. didn't tell anybody, I'm thinking you didn't tell anybody for the first six months. But you're talking I, no. nobody even for on day months, of birth. For nine for nine months I didn't tell anybody. Even oh, my boyfriend. My oh, God. we were schoolmates in UP at that time, but um uh, she was batchmates with my, they were a senior, she was batchmates with my sister. And I, I was, I, I just told them that I have myoma. I don't know what myoma actually is at the time, but they said my, my belly is growing a little big because there is, uh, the doctor said uh, blood is, uh, there's blood clotting. And then by <laughs> August, by August, it will just flow. So they took my word for it, and they said I'm not sick. I went to the doctor already, and I'm not. I'm, I just, I'm just sick. I'm not pregnant. So because my, my, my sister confronted me and said, "Parang nachis mis na sa campus." So sabi ko, "No, no, no, I'm not pregnant." Tapos yun. I I I never went to a doctor. I didn't take any prenatal vitamins. I just like like read um encyclopedias and science books at the time about yeah. pregnancy. My mom passed away already, so I I um. I can get away with my life because I was we were just living with my my Lola and my my, my siblings. So when I uh, well I I yeah I give birth in my room alone. Uh, I wait 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 wait, wait 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 Sarah Sarah Sarah. <laughs> you mean no 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 um, midwife no help no help at all no help at oh all. Oh my god! Pero, Hold on, somebody can write this down. <laughs> no good thing. No time na yon. I um. Pero it was a Sunday, so walang school. So, parang I I woke up at around six in the morning. Tapos sakit ang chan ko, and then I went to the bathroom. There's blood. I thought I had a miscarriage, and then I said, "No, no, parang it's just a week before August one." So I know, and the basa ko two weeks before and two weeks after the the due date, you'll get uh, you'll give birth anytime. Yeah. So, yep. ako yung tipong sobrang independent. Mula na namatay si mommy. Na parang ayoko nang nang aabala ayoko na may malulungkot ayoko na may magagalit ayoko na may magsisisi so parang i i, I did this so i i I'll, I'll, parang hmm. parang par I'll, I'll, I'll deal with it alone so yeah parang ayun mag-isa lang talagang at 18 talagang sobrang actually ang traumatic doon yung wala kang kausap for 9 months about it no Pero, I, I would say that the birth, giving birth by yourself uh, without anything <laughs> is pretty goddamn traumatic too man i would say yeah. that that's <laughs> What a what a superhero yeah, moment like, for you! That is incredible, incredible. Now, yeah. um, everybody listening, see this is this is the uh, this is the Titomo uh, <laughs> version, though. Anyone else listening? Please don't fucking do this. Please don't pull this <laughs> off. To get married and not to uh, and to finish my studies in four years, yun yung pang parang drive ko because my mom tam tamang ang sabi nila na kapag kinukulit kayo ng mom mo about something magretain sa sa utak mo. I remember when my mom was still alive, sabi niya ginagapang ko yung pag-aaral niyo so talaga you have to finish your studies and ganyan. So when I got pregnant, talaga it's not in my plan, yeah. immediate plan. So talaga oh. Uh, well, four years. Natapos kan I graduated in four years. Pero yeah, well, going back to my story, after um, parang nung hapon na I have to tell my sister. So talagang talagang grabe. Sabi ko, remember, sabi ko, remember, Adam, remember when you confronted me if I'm pregnant? Sabi ko, yes, um, the baby's there already. Talagang iyak siya, alam mo, nangyilabot. So sabi ko, sige, dalhin niya nalang yung baby sa hospital. Sabi niya, sorry, ikaw. Sabi niya, 
Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm okay. The next day, Monday, pasok na ako sa school. Fucking. Was, yeah. Wait, how did you cut the umbilical cord? Ah, I cut the umbilical cord. Yung, yung scissors pa ng lola ko na hindi pa sterile. Pero I, I left mga, I left four inches. I right, left four right. inches para hindi siya ma, <laughs> ma ano, yeah. ma, yes, para, Read para that safe. on Wikipedia. So, doctor na lang yung na gano'n. Right. Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, uh, Sarah, Sarah, um, that's amazing story. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, I, I feel like we can do a whole episode just on that. But, but yeah, where are we as we kind of move forward? Why are you after calling two us? Months, yeah. Well, after two months, parang uh, parang inano ako ng family ko to to tell uh, my boyfriend's family and my boyfriend that there's a baby because we need financial support also and they need to know and they're a good family. So parang uh, Tinaiming ko siya na after two months birthday and boyfriend ko at the time and that I, t- I told uh, I told him uh, we have a baby already and then iyak siya kasi yun nakita na talaga nakita naman yun lumaki talaga yung chan ko so you guys are still together though in a relationship he didn't break up with you you didn't break up with time. him no 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 everything's together no okay. we, right. we we lasted for for six years actually fair enough okay so um so the her his mom uh iyak iyak then and then she told me kaya uh, is it okay, Sarah? Is it okay if uh, if uh, we transfer the baby here because you're you're all still in school and your lola is too old to take care of the baby? And they said yes. So yun yung ano kung bakit dun siya lumaki. And then after uh, 20, 21, graduate na ako and I was working already. And the I have to to stay in Manila because of my my work, de ba? So yun parang lumak uh, adopt parang sa birth certificate. Ad- adopted na siya ng grandparents. Okay, got it, got it. So, she grew up, ayan. So, ngayon, growing up, parang, uh, we told her the real story, the, 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 I told her the full story when she turned 13, nung mature na siya. Okay. That's, parang, ate tawag niya sa akin, kuya tawag niya sa, sa mga, ano niya, sa mga kapatid, sa dad niya. Uh, well, would you believe, I'm sing- I'm still single, the dad is still single up to now. Okay, yeah. Uh, and then, parang ngayon, she's working now here in Manila. Parang ang ano ko is like, may really our relationship sometimes. Kasi ngayon mas nagspend kami ng time together. But uh, he, he, she has an apartment in Makati. I live in Tagig. Pero parang sometimes nagkakwaral kami na uh, hindi siya, nag, nag, ano siya na parang I'm not nurturing or parang parang I'm flawed as a mom. Kasi parang hindi ko wala wala ko parang wala ko practice. So, parang I'm, parang kung nangangapa, paano maging mom, I'm just like, kaya nga sabi ko, parang, with you, Mo, diba, you had Moira. At an, yeah, yeah, I was 22 uh, when I had Moira, right. So, parang, an, ano ba yun? Parang, were you not, are you also like, not ready to be a dad at the time? Not, n- well, I mean, I, I, think, I, think, your, I think 22's, uh, uh, 22's, oh, absolutely. So, the, 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 the 22, I don't think, yeah, I, I, you can say you're a little too young, right? But it's not in the same case as yours. I mean, your your backstory is just unique and and kind of one of an, one in a million, maybe even more than one in fifty million. Mm-hmm. But um, but you're right that when your child doesn't grow up with you, uh, it it it's really hard to rekindle the same exact relationship or mimic the same exact relationship as you would with a child that has grown up with you, um. It, it's not. It's not like you don't love them as much. It's just the the chemistry. The I let's just stick with chemistry. Bonding. The chemistry is yeah. Is the bonding right? It, it's just it's not the same. And it's 
it's regrettably not the same. It'll eat you up, right? Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, though, you know, Moira's mom, she grew up with her mom, and mom moved abroad at a very, she moved abroad at a very young age. So it's not like I even had access to her. And she got mm-hmm. married and ended up having, I think, four more kids and all of that stuff. So really, she had a father figure because her mom got into a relationship so quickly and and this kind of grew this family. And luckily for me, the guy is such a good guy that we, mm-hmm. him and I are the ones communicating not more than, say, the, the ex, right? Um, mm-hmm. And I always still now kind of thank him for doing such a good job with her because she's, she's such a great, great girl. But I was on the phone with her yesterday. We were talking yesterday. And you're right. It is different. It's different. You just, it's, it's, it's more... It's more relative sometimes. Relative, like they're either your what would be the almost like a like a pamankin sometimes than a real mm-hmm. daughter. Yes. And no matter how awful that is, it is a product of circumstance. And yes. you can do your best. You can do your best to try to to be a parent. But when they've already grown up with somebody else, it's it's there's there's always that kind of barrier. When did you have uh, access to your daughter's uh, life? I'm sorry. Did you enter her, when did you enter her life? Right. You told her when she was 13. You I told know, her the I, truth. But did you start a mother-daughter no, relationship I, I, then? I'm, I'm always, I'm always there. But remember when doing the school pa, uh, after vacant hours, I I go to their place to take care of her. And um, I remember when I was already working, I, I go home to the province. So, uh, ang, ang term niya nga sa akin is kapag niloloko siya ng lola, sabi niya, oh, andyan na yung mommy mo, gaganyan. Tapos sabi niya, ah, she's my mommy sa pasyal. You are, you are my mom. Mm-hmm. Parang inaano right, niya. Right, right. So, par- parang yun, yun, yun ang parenting niya. Del, I have a question kasi do I remember, I remember in your podcast you mentioned about you had a tampo or is it the right word? Resentment to your mom before? What, what, what paano niya na, na, na workout yun? Or what, what happened? Kasi, Diba parang nagkatampo ka din with your mom? Is it me? Yeah. Was that yes, you? Yes, yes, yes. Del, I remember she said she, I, you I heard on one of your podcast. podcast episodes that you had a little rift with your with your mom. Was that true? How did you work things out? Or mm. Oh, no, not my mom. Maybe um, some one of the other girls on the podcast. And maybe, mentioned. yeah, maybe Jelly? Yeah. Because she didn't grow um, up with um, her mom. Gotcha. I see. Yeah. Oh, I see. Um, I see. <laughs> when you're talking about, so you're you're saying... Your daughter's 26, you're 45, and the thing that comes yes. out of her mouth right now is you're not maternal, you don't know what yes. to do, you don't know how to be a mom, right? But but you know what? I'm, I'm really trying. It's like if, if she's, she, she will spend uh, her weekend here and she will not go home to the province, I will teach her how to cook. Right. But I have like a slight OCD, so sometimes I'm thinking, it's like I'm not chill. In terms of, you're not, in the military, for example, you, she will use the, the bathroom and I will, I will, I will check it and then you have to, you have to go back. Right. Instagram. Let me interrupt you right there. Hey. So in a given day, on average, how many hours of a day do you spend with your daughter? It, we usually once or tw- once a week. Or once, week, once okay. every two weeks, right. because she's working the same, also. Same din yan nung she was still a baby. 
parang ganon because I was already working in Manila and she's right. uh she's okay. studying and plus process. you're a flight attendant you're in and out of the town oh. yes, right yes. I mean weeks at a time sometimes you can especially if you're doing international so even when you even when she knows that you're the mom you're still somewhat absentee every now and then it, right. it, it she's, yeah, she, it, she, she, she's like she she told me she's like we're just like sisters she's like yeah. I'm just like the ate yeah my 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 point of view with your situation is the real the real connection between parent and child happens in every right dull moment right. of life right. so it's not the big weekend getaway it's not the big vacation to disneyland the bonding oh, no. takes place in those the bore, most boring moments the most difficult ones the cleaning up the poop Kissing their, you know, their their owies away, being there when they wake up from a bad nightmare. I know they sound like little things, but if you think about it in terms of a lifetime, sino yung ganon? You sino yung malapit sa kanya sa panahon na takot siya, sad siya, confused. That whoever that is, whether that's the lola or the dad, creates that motherly quote unquote bond. That's what mothers do. They nurture. They take care. So it doesn't have to be the biological mom. But if iba yung nagbigay sa kanya yung love na yon, the bond will be with that person and not you. 100%. 100? I, 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 I can't agree with that more. And and that's why historically, and, and uh, Sarah, you've probably heard this podcast and you've heard me say, that's why the OFW life is so difficult. Because mm-hmm. you guys go abroad thinking you're going to be a parent. And, and, and there's no knock on you. I understand the reasoning. Okay, I, I always have to give that disclaimer. I'm not giving you a hard time, OFWs. I understand the logic or the mindset. But you guys go abroad thinking that I'm going to provi- provide because that's what parents do. I'm going to go earn money and give my kids a good education because that's what my role is as a parent. Well, yes, but that's only one role. Okay, mm-hmm. And... When you're not there for the day in and the day out and everything that Delamar just uh, explained, bad dreams, <laughs> and if you're not there, you're going to lose that bond. And you're not going to be looked upon as parent, even though you're busting your ass in Saudi to get yeah. them their higher education than they would if you worked no Same fucking thing. Okay. And Actually, we had a heart-to-heart talk just last week and they said... Can can you just uh, give me um, uh, you know give me some time? I'm I'm I'm, I'm really trying, and um, I, I I will exert effort. And um, she's she's very receptive, naman. And you know, ano don is like parang um, so because sometimes sinasagot niya ko and parang feeling ko parang sabi ko ano ba tayo parang magkapatid lang, kasi parang parang nawawala yung respect kasi parang ang bilis nilang um, mag-answer so back what? or ganyan. I don't know because she's old already. She's 26. She's feeling adult na. Parang, kaya parang lagi daw ako very... It could be a little bit of everything. I mean, I sometimes, in fact, I can hear you compensating by being a mom thinking that this girl is still a child. Oh, yeah, overbearing mom. Yeah, and, <laughs> and that could be a problem. It's too, a, many, too very strict, not too well, many. Well, not one very strict, but what if, okay, what if you're making up time by trying to be a mom to an adult? Like, it just, that's kind of weird for her. When you're saying, hey, go in the bathroom and clean that up, I can I can easily see her going, what do you think I am, fucking eight? Like, you weren't there, you know, and, and, and build resentment just from that line alone. 
And that's just one example. I mean, what if that's the case all the time with you trying to teach her how to cook? Maybe you're making up lost time instead of really addressing your daughter as an adult and because that's what she is. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, don't overdo the mom thing because it passed. You can still be a mom, but be a mom to an adult, not be a yeah. mom to someone who maybe wasn't around, you know, when you were... Your words betrayed you a little bit when you said... Um, fee, I won't call 26 she, so feeling ya adult na siya. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, breaking news, she is. <laughs> and even past that, because she's in her mid 20s, right? So to expect her to just do what you want just because you told her to is not going to fly with a 26 year old yep. woman yep. in this day and age, uh, right? Yep. yep. And lang, the dance that you do with your children, granting na ang. Experience Co is only nine years of being a mom. But when I listen to myself discipline or address any of my children, they have their own thoughts, they have their own opinions, they have their own personality. And you gotta let go little by little through the years so that when you get to the 20s, you're like, okay, I am confident that you can handle yourself hands off. Yeah. But the training to do that happens through the years. Right. What happened is you didn't have those years. You didn't have those wealth of small moments. So you, Mo was right. You're trying to catch up with being a mother to a 26-year-old. Better version of being a mom is a mom to a little child. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what it comes off as. It comes off. That's why I, I'm happy that you dealt with your that you're here to to give me some uh, enlightenment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Angina, because you know my 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 uh, eldest. Sometimes mm. the things that come out of his mouth is like a slap on my face Mm-mm. because he is so smart and he Mm-mm. knows what to say. Na minsan ako na oh my gosh, my child is teaching me so much more, and so Mm-mm. through the years, Midge, dumadami yon. I'm learning to let him go little by little. Because mm-hmm. they need to be away from you from as a parent. Like Mo to his daughters and me to my kids. We loom mm-hmm. as huge images over their lives. But as mm-hmm. they grow up, that image has to retract a little bit. So they see themselves. Ah, I'm Cooper. I'm, I'm my son's mom. But this mm-hmm. is my life. So there's training. Yeah. That so right now, I feel like your task is to learn to love her and relate her as a 26-year-old right. woman. Right. And and as much as it, that's hard to do because you want to make up for lost time, I understand also that need or, yeah. or just I, I love to, her. I love my daughter. I, I know. I know. I, I could... I We can feel it in your it, It's just not... The, the reality is different. There. Or at least the ability to connect is different where she is in her <laughs> life right now. And and, and Sarah, just, just though... Just so it doesn't come off that, hey, Sarah, you're, you're doing this wrong, you're doing that wrong. Your story, the backstory of bringing her into this world is one I hope she, A, knows, and B, will understand as she gets a little older. And hopefully forgive you, honestly, because that's what it needs to be, forgive you for not being around. Um, it's an incredible story and one that I completely like it touches like it touches my heart in a sense because I, I i just can't imagine how hard it was for you at that age and no way in hell did you want it to turn out this way even though it's actually turned out pretty good you could have died that day she could have died that day there's a lot of fucked up things that could have happened and luckily honestly luck 
luckily you were able to pull through. Okay. Um, That's what Kanda told me. Yeah, and and just just <laughs> but you know the the my my um my life and my baby's life at stake. So yeah, just yeah. just that alone automatically makes me a fan of yours. Now, obviously, <laughs> I. I, I know that it, it's been tough since then and, and being a mom. And I hope your daughter understands that one day. I hope she listens to the show maybe one day and go, wow, like my mom went through that stuff. And, and she, <laughs> she longs for this connection with me. I, I hope that it gets understood before it's all said and done. Okay. Um, but outside of that, I mean, to, to fix the immediate, please, please, please address her as an adult. That's, that's, yeah. the, that's the game plan. Um, try not to overdo the I told you so or you should do this you should follow because all that bullshit she is already established her and and her personality will change a little bit but not by much as she ages just more maturity will come through so you know don't, don't mold right now just get along and um and, get and, to know her yeah yeah absolutely if she yeah. thinks that it's more like an ate thing okay embrace that but be the best ate and then maybe down the line that will transition to okay you yeah. know what You've become a mother now. You can graduate into motherhood because you are. So, Model, remember, I, she was here also. She's spending the weekend. And I, um, one night, parang, I have to sleep early because I, I have a flight. So parang, she's still awake. And then parang, she's on her laptop and she said, uh, is it okay? Because I saw a bottle of soju. Can I, can I drink? Then I okay. And then I said, Ano ka, parang, ano yun, parang baka borderline alcoholic ka na. See, yeah, yeah, no, no. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, can't do that. Drinking, drinking, <laughs> drinking alone, parang at 26, parang, kasi for me, parang hindi siya normal for a 26-year-old, for parang, di ba? She's am fine, I, I, she's fine. I, she, no, you're wrong. She, she, can have, <laughs> she can have a glass of soju if she wants uh, at 26 years old. During the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and especially it's, it being soju where every show right now we're watching is Korean and uh, every song is Blackpink and BTS. Like, it, it is, we, we, you know, listen, <laughs> okay. Sarah, back off. She's a big girl. I'm I'm too uptight, probably. uh, Way, way too much. And Uh you just need to scale back. Here's the thing. Here's the piece of Do everything that you're doing, do it less. Considerably less. 50% less. And I think Uh your relationship is going to get better. Do the same, pero less intensity. Yeah, yeah. A lot less, okay? (laughs) Scale back considerably. And you'll see that your relationship will will hopefully, like like a scale. Chill, chill. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Thank you right. so much. All right, 10% discount, Thanks, Marianne. Sarah. We appreciate it. <laughs> Have a good day. Thanks. Bye. 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 All right. Oh, wow. Um, That's kinda, hard what she did, huh? Yeah. I, I I love that part of her as a mother, and I kind of, you know, irritated by the other side of her uh, motherly choices. <laughs> you know, but. the funny thing is, when I was pregnant the first time around, I got into this deep dive of videos of women who gave birth in their homes with nobody. Nobody. And there was this one German woman. She was standing in front of a um, a, a hallway frame, like yeah. a door frame. She put a towel in between the, the, the two sides. And then she just kind of kneeled down and um, breathed her way out. She felt the crowning of the baby, pushed one more, and then pulled it out. And then they just covered the baby, and then she was fine. <sighs> Isn't that insane? That is fucking nuts. But the, here's the insane part. That should be the standard. Like as animals, 
Right, right, right. No, absolutely. Right, right. right? No, for sure, for sure, for sure. But man, the things that could have gone wrong with Sarah's case is like, that's crazy. crazy. Now we have an app that gives birth for you. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Or whatever. All right. Uh, Let's, let's. Let's wrap it up here with that call. Uh, thanks, Dell. I appreciate you being here. I hope you had fun. Um, yeah. Definitely always cool hanging out with you. I could say that now, and those words would have never come out again in my mouth <laughs> some years back. Um, this usually, when it comes to people who guest on the show, not only do I thank them, but I just kind of remind them what why I like them so much. I, I think <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, there's a <laughs> fruit basket and all that. Um but I when I, when I earlier on the show and I said you know best of all time I really do wholeheartedly mean it I I, I think that goes uh, I I'm not sure you're the type who would accept compliments of that level but um, we've been doing it for a long time and we did it when our industry was best and that's that's why I think we're, we're, you and I would hope to be one day at that level wherein this is our you know Philippines is a country it's a legitimate country with a ton of people. I mean, top 12 population in the world we're everywhere and there was a point in our history where this broadcast medium was so massive and so important and it's still important but you get what i mean the internet now and all this stuff and we were there right there when it was it was changing kind of running the shit right and i love that i love that i can go to my you know to my deathbed with that, right? I, yeah, I know I love that I can just feel proud. Absolutely, absolutely, because it's a big deal. It really is, and it was back then. And for the young people who may not value it as much, that's okay. There's still a huge population of there that valued Delamar, that valued Chico, that valued my radio show as well. Right. And to experience that was fucking insane. So, um, unfortunately, you and I weren't friends throughout the experience, but right now. I am so, so fulfilled, genuinely, yeah. genuinely fulfilled that you and I are pals, somewhat, and somewhat, somewhat, somewhat pals, right, <laughs> and I think I think we fuck around with that a little bit because it's the right thing to joke, but honestly, the chemistry that you and I have had these past month or so, I, I, I said this a couple weeks back and even you were shocked, we were like, oh, okay, relax, but I think we could be really great friends. And um, I look forward to it. So thanks, thanks for it. Appreciate it. Well, thanks for for inviting me, and uh, nice talking to Sarah and to whatever. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Thank you for spending time. Yeah. And All right. Nice to be around. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye, everybody. Worldwide, it's good times with Mo. The podcasts. Have a question? Message Mo on Twitter or Instagram at DJ Mo Twister. Or check out GTWN Podcast on Facebook.